This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha Ha Laugh Funny Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. Well, go check, Nibo. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I am Dylan Hafer, and I am so excited to be joined in the studio today by another Dubai housewife, Sarah Almadani. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? You're in Thank New York. You. You're living your best life. You're here. You look beautiful. What's... Thank you so much. And I'm so excited to be here. It's New York is beautiful. And yeah, we came to get some work done and we we did it. <laughs> Survived it. I know. So we had reunion taping last week and then you've been here now for a few more days. Has it been a little less stressful post reunion? You're relaxed a little bit more? I mean... I was also relaxed during the reunion because I've never said anything. There's no receipts on me. I've never <laughs> talked. I'm not a gossiper. But then what worried me was I know that some girls on the show will go the extra mile to create things just so they can be heard. Mm. So this was like, I was like, oh my God, how do I have a conversation with someone about a lie? Like, I was like, this is this is the only difficulty I was going to have. Right. You're like, I, there's no way to prepare for that. So I'll just, you know, I'm going in clean slate. Exactly. And- Exactly. Whatever. If I mean, I feel like there, you can't really, if you can't prepare for it, it's not worth stressing out over sometimes. Yeah, it, no, it's not. You just go there, be your authentic self and just flow, you know, and fight for the truth. That's it. That's what I did. Is that how you've kind of handled this whole season of Housewives, the experience of being on the show? Because obviously yes. first season, it's a totally new experience. How have you, have you enjoyed the last few months? Has it been stressful? I mean, every now and then I sit down and say, what the hell did I sign up for? But then when you look at the overall experience, it's just, it's fun. It's adventurous. You get to meet people. You get to build real friendships that people can witness them growing and blossoming on TV. So I was like, you know, if the universe gave you this, there's a reason. Just mm-hmm. go for it. So I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Speaking about what did I sign up for? I want to talk about signing up for it because I'm sure that was there was a lot that went into that decision. How did this kind of come into your life? How were you first kind of made aware that this opportunity was potentially happening? Somebody called me. That's it. It was a casting director and I thought it was a prank. So I hung up. (laughs) (laughs) So then when the person like proved to me that they're legit, it's real. And I was like, why are you choosing me? And he's like, we've um, we've been uh, meeting so many people in Dubai. We met over a hundred and something people. And he's like, we want you and we want you to do casting. And I was like, okay, fine. I guess it's because I'm the probably the only Emirati woman who like has the guts to do something like that. Mm. Very rebellious, you know? <laughs> So I think they've done the homework. So <laughs> I rejected in the beginning. Okay. I was scared. Yeah. Because it's against culture, it's against like what I've what I'm used to. But then I was like, no, nah, no, nah, this came my way for a reason. I'm doing it. 
Yeah, I was I was thinking about that because obviously you've talked on the show about wanting to sort of dispel some of the misconceptions about Muslim women, especially, and the culture in the UAE. Yeah. And I'm sure that just doing the show in the first place was a big step in that direction of, you know, somebody like you agreeing to put yourself out there in this way isn't what people would expect. I mean, you said something so important. So three reasons why I did the show. Number one is I want to have fun. Number two, I like uh, taking new journeys and new experiences in life. Number three, and of course for personal brand growth and personal growth. Number three is I think my religion, uh, you know, Islam and my culture, being an Arab, needs a huge PR campaign. <laughs> and, and someone to justify and explain everything. So I felt like, let me take that responsibility to address all the stereotypes and the misconceptions that are out there and to show them that everything they heard about us is not true. And I am an example for them to see it. Was there any hesitation? Like, did you know signing up to do the show that you would be the only Emirati woman? Or were you wondering kind of what the mix would look like? No, we did not know until everything was finalized. But once I knew I was the only Emirati woman, I was like, oh my God, the pressure. Like, mm. now everyone's going to think I'm representing, which I'm not representing the women in my country. I'm representing me. I am a byproduct of my country and my culture, but I'm me. I'm not trying to show you anything about how Emirati women are because there's so many shades of them. I can't cover it all. So, yeah, I mean, it was stressful when I knew it. Right. But I was like, you know what? Just do your thing. Did you get any kind of negative response from family members or other people in that community who maybe were like, why are you doing this? Is It's not kind of the... When, when the show was announced, uh -huh. there was a huge backlash uh, from the community. And they were, they were like, these women don't represent the Emirati housewife. Mm. And, these, and I was like, dude, it's not a documentary. Right. It's a reality TV show. It's light entertainment. It's fun. Enjoy it. It's And they're like, a lot of people were saying, okay, let them change the name of the show so we won't get confused. I was like, you cannot change a franchise name of 15 years and, you know, like, hey, Dubai wants to change it. It doesn't work like that. So obviously um, I, I call them, uh, I call them, I call it blind faith. It's like there are a bunch of people that just listen to each other without doing the research mm -hmm. and attacking. If you've done the research, you'll be embarrassed to say something like that because that's not what the show's about. Right. And I think... One thing that has been exciting to watch with this show is that it's showing off so many different parts of what makes Dubai Dubai. You know, it's not, mm -hmm. it's it, like we have you in the mix, which I think is important. But then, of course, there's people from all different backgrounds and, you know, like having Caroline Brooks, who's from the U.S. originally, and, uh, you know, Lisa with her Jamaican heritage and Ayan is, you know, it's it really does feel so different from any other. I don't know where else you could put together a group like this. But that's but that's how the UAE is. That's how Dubai is. This is you walk in the streets, you see different cultures, different religions, different this. You see like a, a mosque somewhere, a church somewhere, and then like a temple somewhere. So it's embracing all cultures and religions, and we all coexist together in peace. You know. Mm -hmm. So the cast is a resemblance of how the country and the population is in the country. That's how it is. Totally. Who did you kind of know in the cast before? Was there anyone that you were excited to meet or maybe not not looking forward to spending as much time with in the group? No, because 
I, I, I didn't go in there asking about anybody. I knew Nina um, for a couple of years. I know Caroline Stanbury. And Ayan, when I used to be a fashion designer, I used to hire her as a model for my shows. So that's the only thing I knew about her. Mm. On a personal level, I did not know Lisa or Caroline Brooks or Chanel. On a personal level, I didn't know them. Was it was it exciting to you to get to meet these people and know that you were going to be spending the time together? Like, Because I think it's a, it's a pretty unique experience to know that it's like, okay, these three women that I don't really know socially at all now were everybody's going to be saying like they're friends. Yeah. I mean, it is exciting, but at the same time, because I'm a person that has done a lot of work on myself as personal, uh, spiritual, mental growth, and I've done the healing. So it was also a uh, part of me was scared to be dragged in a negative way into something that I've, healed from and mm. i don't want to be in that place and um, then a part of me was like okay let's do it let's meet some girls let's have fun let's enjoy so i had these two emotions go in me and my emotions were right i did have fun i did create friends that i would die for but i did also get dragged into things that i didn't want to be dragged into and affected by people's negativity yeah how much had you been familiar with housewives or bravo or any of that before because obviously never watched you're it. not i mean <laughs> somebody like caroline brooks 10 years ago she was sitting at home in boston watching on tv like you obviously you're not coming from that background no i of definitely i will not deny it's it's because i started business at the age of 15 so i was never in front of the tv watching shows or cartoons or anything so TV was not my thing, but growing up, I heard of it. Of mm. course, everybody talks about The Real Housewives. Mm -hmm. And it used to play on like uh, different channels. And I used to like, you know, see it every now and then, but I never watched the show. So I didn't know what I was signing up to. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's how it is. But I love it. And uh, when I started doing it, a lot of the other housewives started being nice and introduced themselves and all that. So it is it is a beautiful community, but you have to always remember that you have to remain you regardless of anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's important because I think we have seen women on these shows sometimes kind of lose themselves in the machine of what's happening. And you maybe your values or how you interact with your friends in real life kind of can get lost a little bit. And especially for somebody like you saying that you've, you know, done the work and kind of healed yourself. It's like, you don't want to backpedal on all of that because mm. there's cameras and it's intense and somebody's yelling at you, you know, like it's, it yeah, takes work. I mean, and I've said it to all the girls so many times over and over again. I said, I will not lose my ethics and morals so I can be famous or so I can be like a celebrity or a TV personality. I was like, people like me for me, they don't. I'd never water myself down. I worked so hard of being who I am. And this is, I kept on reminding a lot of them because they did that mistake where they went off completely just for the sake of like, you know, being something, uh, hungry for fame basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Has it been strange to see people talking about you on social media and reacting to kind of what they're seeing on the show because, you know, just having that attention that's kind of outside of yourself? Um, the thing is, I've always had that attention growing up because I've been in the limelight since I was young. But the kind of exposure I'm getting from the show, it's like people insulting me and people hating on me on Twitter and all that. 
if I haven't done the work, I would have been affected, but it doesn't affect me. It's like, you don't know me. Okay. So I, I, it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you've got that, uh, that uh, little, I'm protected. Glass up. Yeah. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage. I'm reaching for again and again, when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful, I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So speaking about maybe getting dragged into stuff, obviously the situation that happened at that dinner at Caroline Brooks's house, I think watching it, it felt very surprising that it got to that place because yeah you know maybe obviously some people had feelings about how you were speaking about her son but the level of intensity that was coming from her felt very unexpected no, she she overreacted and yeah. she apologized later but she overreacted because she was triggered and um this is why when i sat in her house i i made it clear i said can i say something you won't get of, like, mm. I don't want to offend anybody. And she said, yes. And I said, I don't know anything about you and your son. I made it so clear that I'm not judging you because I know nothing about you. So, and then I just told her, you know, based on boarding school, you need to be closer with your son because boarding school is far, you know? I wasn't telling her to get closer to her kid. Right. So, yeah. And then also when I told her, you should go tuck him in. It's because when they said goodbye to each other, she was looking at him with puppy eyes. And I was like, what if she wants to go upstairs, but she has guests? So I said, you should go tuck him in. Like, I'll, we're, mm -hmm. we're okay here. Don't worry right. about us. So it was all coming from a place of love. The tone was a tone of love. The body language was, was like giving love. But I guess um, Brooks has been judged so much in the past because of what she'd been through that she thinks... I'm judging her as well. So mm. she did not welcome it as a as love. She welcomed it as a judgment. And then when her friends started like throwing shade, this is where she lost it and she started fighting with her friends. And I started to stop. I tried to stop the fight and I got involved in it. Otherwise, me and her, we didn't argue before that. She was just talking back and forth to me. Um, I'm not a yes friend. I'm not a friend that's gonna tell you what, what you want to hear. I'm a friend that's gonna tell you what you need to hear. 
And I feel like if we are not making each other a better version of each other, then we should not be friends. Don't eat from my table if you're not adding anything to it, basically. Mm. Vice versa. So I'm the kind of friend, I will not drink and party with you, but I will celebrate your highs and be there for your lows. So I was just there telling my friend, let's do more. I've overcame my generational uh, cycle. You should do more. Let's be better. Let's be more. And the reason why I even came with that attitude is because in Ayan's birthday in Chiang Mai, Chiang Mai, I think the restaurant, um, Brooke sat next to me and she told me, listen, I love your public speaking gigs. I love what you talk about therapy. She said, I'm doing therapy and I want to be a better person for me and my kid. I want to be a better woman and I want to sit with you more. So when someone says that to you, you think they're already open to a conversation mm. of love and exchange and all that. So maybe I misread it, um, but I did learn something just because you're a loving person and you want the best for everybody. Uh, not everybody's going to accept it. And you have to just, you know, accept that. Yeah, I think yeah. that's that's an interesting kind of background because obviously I think Brooks and Lisa and maybe Ayan have made comments on the show about how sometimes you would offer like unsolicited advice Never. or kind of, you know, stick in somewhere where your opinion isn't really wanted. Yeah. And, you know, to say that you felt like she had kind of been open to that sort of deeper level with you, then it makes sense why. Yeah, that's why I came in right. with so much love and I wanted to to uplift my friend and show her how we can be better because we are both survivors. We've both been divorced. Um, we've both went been through abusive relationships. So I wanted to show her that surviving can be beautiful. We were not victims, you know? Mm -hmm. So this is the kind of attitude I was giving her and it was so much loving, but she didn't take it that way. But then we spoke about it. She apologized. I apologized. And we're really, really good friends now. But... I'll tell you something very important. Um, the reason why the fight escalated to like a lot of episodes is mm -hmm. because Nina was not the one that told me about Brooks calling her. It's Lisa and Chanel. Mm. They called me and they made it so much worse. They said she insulted me and she kicked me out of the house and, and all of that. And I was like, why would Brooks say that? Because I texted her the day I left her house in the morning and I was like, I love you. I think you're an amazing mom. I didn't mean it in any way. I was just trying to tell you how me and you can be better at everything. We should not settle at where we are. We should be better. And then Lisa calls me and tells me this. But then I promised Lisa not to tell anyone. And I kept my word because I honor my words. That's why throughout the, the show, you see me like being quiet and watching Lisa mm. and Ayan in the desert give me advice. And I'm like, hold on, Lisa, wait, you're advising me while you were just butchering Brooks on the phone with me and telling me how bad she was to me. It's, and I was like, just Sarah, be quiet. But then I realized this is where I should have spoken up and I should have like stood up for myself, but I didn't. Right. I think it's, it's tricky when you're on a show like this, the difference between a normal non-filmed social experience where you would, you know, you would have your disagreement, you, you know, apologies would be made, you would probably move on and nobody else would really be paying attention. Whereas then on the show, this is turned into a moment. And if somebody can act behind the scenes and kind of like stir it up a little bit more, then it becomes a bigger moment. And that's on the next episode. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe people like Chanel and Lisa have that mindset a little bit more of like, what's going to make the moment go to the next episode? I mean, they, to be honest, watching the show now, it's like, 
I'm I'm looking at Lisa and Chanel and I'm like, these are the girls I'm on the phone with all the time and I eat with on the same table and I share my food and I share my my home and I've, I've been a shoulder for her to cry on Chanel and I've been with her through her ups and downs. I was like, that, that is so weird. It's just weird. It's either they're dying for attention, but I, I was just being genuine and that's what I got in return from them. But giving uh, unnecessary uh, advice is not what I do, like never. Mm -hmm. Chanel had a demand and I gave a supply. Brooks had a demand and I gave a supply. I never advised Lisa. I, I <laughs> Like you don't see me telling Lisa anything, you know, or you don't see me advising Caroline Stanbury because, you know, like she never asked for anything, even Nina. It's just that Chanel calls me all the time and wants advice for work, for life. And I've always been there for her. I have messages, I have voice notes. So it's like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm preachy? Well, like, what are you talking about? Mm. And I think what bothered me the most about Chanel is, you remember the episode where I told her it's never too late to be like me? Mm. So she went on, on interviews and she's like, who does she think she is? Why do I want to be like her? And in my mind, I was like, she's delusional because she, that day when she attended Global Citizen, she attended my speeches. In between speeches, I couldn't have time to spend with her. So she told me, I wish I can be like you one day speak eloquently like this on stage the your energy the way you put your words i want to be like you it's, uh, but it's too late i'm getting older and, mm. and that's why i didn't have time to reply so when i went upstairs and i told her it's never too late to be like me you can be even better you can do this you can do that i was giving you advice about how to believe in yourself right like if you if if that's a direct response to a conversation you already had then to blast it out without the context yeah. it's like you, you know I mean, what I meant. She's victimizing herself. <laughs> and then, you know, a good friend would have said, you know, guys, Sarah didn't mean it in this way. Me and her internally talked about things in the past and she's just advising me. A good friend. Mm. If I was there for you as a shoulder to cry on, you'd have my back as well. But when I saw her interviews, I was like, no, no, no. Like, just she, she wants people to sympathize with her. She wants to feel like a victim. I mean, go ahead. You know, if the shoe fits, wear it, Cinderella. Do whatever you want. But now I know who my real friends are and who... I should not be friends with and who I should watch out from. I did like that episode that you guys were at the Global Citizen together. It was nice to see you. That felt like a very kind of like in your wheelhouse. Like that's what you yeah, do. And we, it was nice to see that. We were like, I gave speeches. We were together. And she was like, Sarah preaches about kindness all the time. You were at, a, at an event. We spoke about nothing but kindness. We we're trying to solve world hunger. We were doing all these things. What am I going to tattoo on your arm, Iron Maiden? Like, it doesn't make sense. Of course, I'm going to write kind on your hand. But she felt like I was indirectly telling her, you know, you're not kind. But people who are traumatized and they're not healed and they're still in the dark, um, un unknowingly feel like it's them against the world. So whatever you tell them, they feel like you're coming Mm. to get them down you to take them down and this is what happens when you're not healed when you have a lot of problems and you're not resolving a lot of them you feel like everyone's against you it's like starting fights out of nowhere and saying you are the best and you're this while nobody asked if there was someone giving how do you say it unsolicited Un yeah unsolicited if someone <laughs> if there was someone giving unsolicited <laughs> things it's chanel when she's like i'm beautiful i'm this i'm this it's like we're all beautiful we're all equal we're all women you know yeah so yeah I'm, I'm i'm just as shocked as the viewers are while i was watching the show yeah i mean it's it's entertaining to watch but i can imagine being her friend and expecting a certain reaction that then when it goes in a different direction it's like 
Yeah, I mean, another thing that was a shot, like a backstab to me and Nina in the back is when we were watching the confessionals. And I remember she used to come, Chanel and Lisa would come to me and Nina, especially Chanel, and they'll go like, listen, don't say anything bad about us in confessionals. My kid, Taj, watches the show and he gets traumatized and his feelings get hurt. Please don't do it. And we honor our, our word. We promised her we'll never say anything bad, even if we felt bad. And in confessionals, you see us like not talking about anybody. Right. But then she was, and she's like, I never said anything bad about you. And then we see it. We're like, hold on, hold on. This was a trap. It's because she wanted to sound like the smartest yeah. and the most like shadiest. So she, she, she lied to us basically. And it's almost, it's twofold because then, you know, she's saying bad things about you and you don't really go there. But then also people are watching the show and they're like, mm, like, Nina's confessional seems boring. Like she won't say anything. And it's like, if that was something that she had, you yeah. know, if that was a conversation that you had already had and said, okay, like yes. I won't go there with you. It, it, it kind of, it almost is like setting you up for failure. It a little is. Bit. It is. And me and Nina, we sat together alone and I'm like, Nina, you know what? I'm upset with Chanel about some things you're upset. I'm like, since she said her kid's going to be affected and, and Taj is a beautiful boy. He's amazing. I was like, I don't want to go there. And Nina's like, let's not go there. Even if we're upset, let's not go there. You know, mm -hmm. it's not like we were going to uh, name drop or like say anything bad. I, me and Nina don't swing like that. We are very classy when it comes to how we react <laughs> to things. But it was like, even if things she's done behind our back or to expose her in confessionals, I was like, let's not do it. Her kid's watching it, you know, mm -hmm. but it was a lie. And then she butchered us both. <laughs> I, I like, know. Wow, we yeah. fell for it. <laughs> I kind of felt for Nina with the the situation at the engagement party with Brooks. I felt like she kind of got dragged into the middle of that situation. It wasn't her. Lisa and, <laughs> and Chanel are the ones that told me. She was the last one that told me. And that's just not her. It's not her way of doing it to really get in no, the middle of other people's. No. And I'm so sick of everyone saying Nina's boring. Nina's so gangster. She's so fun. <laughs> you have no idea how fun she is. But I think... It's selective participation where she gives some people her energy, some people she don't because mm. she doesn't feel safe with them. So, But she's crazy. She's fun. Nina's not right there. We had a great time. She's funny. <laughs> she's funny girl. Yeah. Spring has sprung and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. 
FX is the Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is the Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. I want to talk about uh, Caroline Stanbury and her relationship and her wedding. Obviously, you were there yeah. on the on the episode. I had a question. I was after everybody was at the engagement party. I assumed everyone would go to the wedding, but then Lisa and Brooks went to Ayan's fashion show. Was that like pre decided? Did you no, know? No, I, I did not know. I just showed up. I um, I think Brooks apologized to Caroline or something like that because I, I think I was there. That was the issue for Brooks. Uh-huh. But then Lisa, of course, would would go with uh, with her other pair, so they're together always. Right. So I I I mean, the wedding was beautiful. Uh, to me, I love Caroline uh, Stanbury so much. She's one of one of my close friends as well, and her husband is just so genuine and kind. Sergio's like a brother, and mm. if you don't know Sergio, Sergio's like he wears his heart on his sleeve, mm-hmm. and he's so kind to everyone. He's so sweet, and um, he. Is so he's such an empath. He brings out a side of Caroline that Caroline never knew existed in her because Caroline was told to be stoic all her life and not to not show her feelings. But Sergio brings out that, and sometimes you see Caroline sitting down and opening up and showing her feelings and being more affectionate. Like we have a WhatsApp group, and I tell all the girls, like the the four of us, the two Carolines and Nina, I mm. say, listen, every time we stop talking, we have to tell each other we love each other. It took me two weeks. To make them all say we love each other. <laughs> they, they felt it's weird. I was like, we have to express love. You, love is beautiful. And then Caroline Steinberg started saying it. And mm. she's not used to it. And I, I think all of this comes from her relationship with Sergio. Because he's showing her life like she's never seen it before. I think people have been a little harsh to them on like Very. watching the show. And I, I mean... Maybe sometimes like there are moments that are, you know, a little bit funny or cringe or whatever. But I think you're right that it does feel like he's showing her a different kind of way of seeing the world. And that's exciting. And if she's happy and enjoying it, then like that's I always I always tell them what makes you happy shouldn't make sense to anybody who cares Mm. about everyone and how they're looking at the age gap. So it's okay for like a 50 year old man to marry a 25 year old girl, but it's not okay when it's the opposite. I don't understand. Like age has nothing to do with what you guys have in between you both. And you've been together for years, almost four, five, six, I think seven years or something. So you've been together for years and you've built something together you know own it you know and I, I what i don't like is how people attack them for being together all the time it's because a lot of women are used to you know i, I call it toxic masculinity they're used to their husbands never being there always with their friends their relationship is only when they both go home or their date date night once a week but he found a friend in her he found a best friend he found a sister he found a wife he found everything in one person and he feels fulfilled What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. I know a lot of women want that, but they don't get it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel like there's a lot of hate. And if you, if only you get to spend time with both of them, their their love is so beautiful, mm-hmm. so beautiful, and very inspiring. Yeah, inspiring. What's your What's your take on relationships, dating, I'm all single. of that? I have no idea. <laughs> I've been single for years. <laughs> 
I mean, um, look, I've been married twice, wrong decision on, on both times. Uh, very toxic relationships, narcissistic relationships, abusive. But you know what? It takes more than two men to make me give up on love and give up on, on humanity. And I'm never going to say there aren't any good men in the world. There are nine billion people in the world, you mm -hmm. know, and I'm not giving up on that. I'm looking for love. I'm looking for my other half because I feel like love inspires you. And what I hate a lot nowadays is I see a lot of people um, advising or preaching, saying we're better off alone. We don't need a man. We don't. I hate those kind of um, advice. I hate it because you are robbing us humans from one basic instinct which is to feel the, the feeling of belonging, to want to be with someone, to feel appreciated and loved. And why are you trying to take that away from people and ruining it for them? No, I don't want a man. I need a man. I, I am independent, but when I come home, I, I don't want to be independent. Mm. I want to be next to someone I can open up with, depend on, and live life with and grow up with. So I do not believe in let's be alone, let's take over the world, girl power. No, there are things we cannot do that men can do and vice versa. We complete each other. We don't compete with each other. So I love love. And you'd see me looking for it till the day I die. <laughs> Has anyone else in the group tried to set you up with any... Oh my God, don't remind me, so many of them on, on daily basis. But it's like, uh, nah, no. You know, I need someone deep and spiritual and I need someone who's kind and loving. And and the girls are like, but he's rich. I'm like, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about money, you know? I, 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 I feel like if two people really love each other and they inspire each other, they can become rich together. Mm. So it doesn't matter. Like money is, is okay, it's a cherry on the pie, but I don't want to be with like a man who has zero affection just because he has money. I don't care about these things. I, I go way deeper than the surface. Yeah, it's like money is nice, but I'm not going to, you know, drop everything. And no, never, <laughs> never, no. Especially because you, I mean, you're an established woman with a career and with, you know, a family and all of this. It's like, you're not... Yeah, like don't impress me with your money. I can I can do all of the things you do for me by myself. Give me something I can do. Mm. You know, give me something I've never experienced. Give me because I I know I know what love is because I've given love. But do I know how what how it feels to be loved? No, I've never. I've been used and abused all my life by men. So I don't know how it feels like to be loved and cherished and you know like for a man to take care of you and be there for you. I don't know how that feels like. Do you think you would ever leave Dubai? I don't mind. I mean, look, I've tr I was living in LA for a while and nothing compares to the safety of Dubai. But if let's say I had to travel and move somewhere because my career can grow there or I fell in love with someone that can't move here, I don't mind moving. We're not, we're not trees with roots to the ground. I love my country and I cannot imagine living anywhere else. But if push comes to shove, why not? You know, it's... You could do Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. Take me anywhere. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think that would be exciting. I mean, you never know what, what the future holds. <laughs> I mean, look, all the I feel like all the women on these shows, they've, you know, you take time out of your life to do this, right? Mm. So all these women on these shows, whether they're loved, hated, I don't know most of them, but I have so much respect for them for putting up and doing this for so long. And maintaining it. So I have nothing but respect for all the housewives. Totally. Yeah. Is there is there anyone that you've connected with that has been helpful or supportive in 
a particular way. I mean, so many of them reached out. They were so kind. It's like, you know, they're welcoming you into the neighborhood. The family, yeah. But um, I've heard so many good things about Phaedra from Brooks. Yeah. And when I watched the episode on the show, I was like, I wish I was there. She's so funny and mm -hmm. she's so much fun. I mean, she has energy, so I would love to meet her. I'm excited about meeting her. Okay. I mean, you know what? People are saying she might join the show next season. You never know. I saw, she, I saw she, that. She said she wants to buy a house in Dubai, so... She's more than welcomed. I mean, she will do so well on the franchise. We'll have so much fun with her if she joins, really. like. Um, mm -hmm. And I've heard her say, uh, I've heard a lot of people going back and forth on Twitter that she said she'll bring the ratings up and stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, look, I you cannot deny who Phaedra is. Right. You cannot erase her history and say, oh, you can't do that. You're, you're nobody. This is Dubai. No, if Phaedra comes, she will uplift us in some way mm -hmm. because... It's like, you know, we have a band and like Jennifer Lopez joins us to sing once. You cannot deny the power she brings, you know? So I have nothing but respect for her. If she wants to join, she's more than welcome. She's funny. At least she will filter the bullshit, you know? I'll and tell Phaedra you compared her to <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. That might win you some points. <laughs> she's sweet. She's funny. You'll have to you'll have to make some connections at BravoCon this fall. I, I'm excited. I spoke to her over Instagram and I said, I can't wait to meet you. She said, me too. She's really kind. She's a nice person. Mm -hmm. But what I like about her, I heard that she doesn't let people get away with bullshit. Oh. And I think the Dubai one needs someone like her because there's a lot of bullshit need somebody to come in with a broom and exactly sweep just it out. sweep it out yeah clean it up yes <laughs> indeed okay well yeah i mean maybe on the radar for for down the road that's why not yeah, yeah. well sarah this has been so lovely thank you thank I you had for a great being time. here thank you so much thank you for having me of course and everybody don't forget to watch real housewives of dubai wednesday nights on bravo and Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.